will increase your efficiency 20% if you learn to do the tough things first, the ones you don't want to do. Ray Zinn now imparts his management philosophy in Tough Things First. In this series, Zinn covers it all from the essence of human happiness. If you're going to make it a consistent practice of working Saturdays just because you think you've got to work 80 hours a week to be successful, you're, you're just flat out wrong. To the downside of venture capital. People said, well, don't sweat the small things. Well, I guarantee if you don't sweat the small things, the big things are going to become a mess. And the essence of entrepreneurial discipline. Don't want to wait until you jump off the cliff to grab a parachute. Now here's Ray Zinn, Silicon Valley's longest serving CEO and today's guest host. I'm Rob Artigo, your guest host for this edition of the Tough Things First podcast. I'm a writer and investigator in California. Here with me is Ray Zinn, the longest surfing CEO in Silicon Valley history. Hello, Ray. Hey, Rob. That's great to be with you today. Well, in the 37 years that you were CEO of Micrell Semiconductor, you were known for being a hard worker, but not known as a workaholic. And uh, so give us an idea of the difference between in your mind, what what it is to be a hard worker versus being a workaholic? Okay, so work working hard, which is a hard worker, they kind of go together. Working hard and hard working are kind of the same. They just switch the the adjectives around. Uh, a workaholic is is um, just like an alcoholic. It's something that that takes takes over that that you can't you can't do without. In other words, you can't you can't survive without working. Uh, and and there's a big difference between being between working hard or hard working and being not being able to do something else other than work uh, and uh, like a like an alcoholic um, and and so it's and it's very hard to break being a workaholic is a, is a hard uh, habit to break um, and it destroys homes uh, and and so um, uh, just because you're working uh, 24 seven, as they say, for a workaholic, uh, it doesn't mean you're hardworking. It just means you just like to be involved in doing your job, um, uh, your, your function, uh, not necessarily that you're getting a lot done. Um, you know, so there, there's a huge difference between being a workaholic and being uh, hardworking or working hard. Yeah. And I, I think that it might be, an easy trap to fall into if you're if you're motivated and you want to prove yourself in the business world, uh, no matter what your level, uh, you know, starting out or starting out in management or, or starting a you know a business as we we talk about a lot on this podcast, that um, it's pretty easy to go from being a dynamic uh, invested person in your business or in your employment to. Uh, you know, basically wrecking your life because you're a workaholic. Yeah, you know, it, it, there was this well-known CEO at a very large tech firm in, in the Silicon Valley that um, I won't mention his name, but people will know who I'm talking about. Uh, he, he used to live at the office. I mean, he actually had a, a, a bed there in, in, his, in his office area. And, and uh, he used to call meetings at two o'clock in the morning. And, and, and so uh, maybe he didn't have a happy home life or family life or whatever, but uh, he just stayed at work. Uh, and, uh, and that's, that's, that's the classic definition of a, of a workaholic. Um, not that he got a lot done. He just, he just, he got so caught up in, in, in the business and the company. Uh, he, he, 
it become like like a drug, uh, and he just couldn't live without it. And again, that that a bad habit starts real easy. It doesn't take much to start a bad habit, but it takes a long time to 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 reverse a bad habit into a good habit. So you know, just like an alcoholic, an alcoholic guy has to go to Alcoholic Anonymous, and and has to learn to to do without alcohol, and and so a workaholic has to learn to do without that being at work uh, 24 seven. Uh, so um, what I did is I, again, I, I, I think I worked very hard, uh, but I had limits. I, I, I didn't work more than 10 hours a day max. Uh, and I didn't work weekends. Uh, that was just a golden rule. I never worked weekends. Saturday and Sunday did not work. So, uh, and I, that I did that for, for my entire career, um, especially running, running my crop for 37 years. So, um, but no one ever thought I wasn't working hard. You know, they just knew I wasn't a workaholic. I knew I loved my, they knew I loved my company and loved the job. I loved my people and because I showed that while I was there, while I was doing that hard work, I was showing that. Uh, but they know, knew that, that, that when it came time for, to go home, I went home. I, I didn't stick around. Uh, and I didn't work, I didn't work odd hours. I, I tried to work, you know, kind of an eight to five kind of a job as you would, um, had breakfast with my family in the morning and had dinner with my family at night. Uh, and, and I did that my, my entire career. Uh, and, and so that my family knew that they were more important than my job because our families are more important than our job, even though our job is part of how we provide for our family. Our family is the most important. We need to focus on that and not on not on our job. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a place where you are. It's a work life balance. And when we talk about that, but uh, when you're in management and you have to evaluate your employees, I mean, the your habit of walking around and and talking to your employees and getting to know them, uh, I'm sure helped. To distinct to help identify those people who need a little guidance in that area, so that they they don't become addicted to working twenty four seven. You know, I, I know there are families where the the husband doesn't want to go home. Maybe he's got a difficult or, or wife that doesn't want to go home because they have a difficult family situation, and uh, and so they find it convenient just to stay at work. Uh, it's a safe place for most people. And, and they just get in a habit of, of just not going home. Uh, and, and I know some homes that if I had that kind of home in, in my case, that I'd probably stay at work. So I, I can see that happening. Uh, and so, you know, if I, if I did see that when I was running the company or, or one of my managers saw that, I asked them to look into it and find out if there's a family situation that we need to address. Because, you know, if you've got a happy family, you've got a happy employee. If you've got an unhappy family, you have an unhappy employee. So, um, you know, family is, is, is really important. And we focus on that at, at Mike Krell, that family is number one. Uh, and Mike Krell is just another place for you to provide for your family, but it wasn't number one. And, and so, um, the purpose of this podcast is to get those that, that maybe are having difficulty, um, uh, not, not, you know, working 24 seven to, to, to really look at your family situation and understand maybe why you're, you're not at home with, with your family, uh, where, where you should be. So, um, you know, uh, work is important, but it is not the most important. Yeah. And you're, 
productivity we were talking about uh, that, that you're not necessarily more productive when you're there all the time and uh, that's something that a, a an employee you have to walk them through these things and and see if they can self-evaluate what their situation is and recognize what they're uh, what they're doing so that they they can accept the fact that they aren't being more productive just because they're working a lot a lot of hours. I mean, you you get you see them you know chalking up the time. They're always there. The car's there. The first car in the morning and the last car to leave. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're contributing any more than if they had taken their time to step back and take those weekends off, like you said, you did. I mean, you were able to compartmentalize and go, all right, time, weekend, time for family. I've got kids to raise. I've got um, a, a wife to take care of um, to, in, in, you know, give her some of my time and company. And I can't invest it all in the in the business world. Or the vice versa, if you're if you're. A wife, and you're 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 the female, yeah. And and your and your your husband is, is is at home taking care of the family. That's not going to be a healthy situation either. So again, you know the the purpose of work is to provide for your family. It is not the end all. Uh, and and so you know, happy family, happy employee. And uh, and so you know, take time for your family. Don't be a workaholic. Anything that's a holic is bad whether it be a hobby holic or whether it be an alcoholic or, you know, the, you know, or a workaholic, whatever, it's, it's not good. And, and so you need to carve out uh, enough time for your family. Uh, you know, I don't think you need to work more than 10 hours a day. If, if you have to work more than 10 hours a day, there's something wrong either in, in, in your efficiency, your, your ability to schedule, plan, develop, whatever it is you're needing to do to provide for your job. Uh, you're, you're just doing something wrong and you never should have to work weekends unless you're like a high patrolman or, or fireman and you have to work weekends, but uh, you should not have to work weekends um, uh, as a, as a regular basis. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tough thing to do at work life balance to, to get it right. But with the, one of the sound bites we play going into the podcast, our intro here at Tough Things First includes the soundbite with you saying, if you think that you have to work 80 hours a week to be productive, then, you know, you're just wrong. And I, and I, I think about that all the time in that there are people who will, who will boast that they put in 80 hours this week and you have to wonder, did they do only 40 hours worth of productivity during that period? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's like uh, going to a lecture. You know, it, you only get about the first ten or fifteen minutes of value out of a lecture, and the rest of it, you're you're off in some other uh, sphere. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and and same thing in 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 a class. You know, when you're learning, taking a, an educational class, uh, you know, you, if you if you're not getting the gist of it, you know, in the first you know fifteen twenty minutes of that class. The rest of it's going to be a waste of time. Same thing at work. If you're finding out that you're 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 not getting your job done in in a you know eight hour period, uh, and you're having to come back after dinner or something and and work until midnight or whatever, then there's just something wrong with either your project, your your skill set. Um, uh, maybe you're not. Maybe the, this is not the right job for you uh, because you should be able to to get what you need to get done 
on a regular basis now. I mean, there may be exceptions. We're talking on a regular basis. You should not have to be there more than eight hours or 10 hours. Good advice. Well, join the conversation at toughthingsfirst.com. Your questions and comments are always welcome. Follow Ray Zen on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And, of course, pick up Ray's books, Tough Things First and The Zen of Zen, one, two, and three. You won't regret it. Thanks again, Ray. Thank you, Rob. You've been listening to Tough Things First, candid talk with Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO, Ray Zinn. Drop by the contact page at toughthingsfirst.com for more about the book, more podcasts, and links to Ray's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn pages to keep up with Ray Zinn's wisdom daily.